So yeah, I think we just skip the skip the headphones entirely. All right, the headphones are out. The the thing with you don't use the headphones, you can't hear how you sound, how you're behaving on the mic yourself, which is not that great. So, but yeah, so we were just talking. If you're just joining us, we've been on the behind the scenes on the Instagram live a little bit, and I was talking to my buddy Frank Barca. And he's out in Melbourne, Australia. And we were trying to figure out if they were still locked down, like what's the situation. And here's what Frank said. All right. Are you ready for this? Liquor stores are open. Brothels. Brothels are open. Okay. Gyms closed. So um... Dojos closed. So brothels are legal in Australia. Well, that's what it appears to be. Okay. Now, is that true? I don't know. Frank could be making that up. It's uh it's two AM out there. He could be just completely, completely hammered or asleep. <laughs> yeah. He could be sleepwalking right now while he was typing <laughs> Sleep that. Sleep typing. Uh and Phil says Tinder should have been shut down for the good of all humanity. Oh, just period. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. Man, that is crazy. <laughs> uh, Frank said no to something. I don't know what he's talking about, but I oh, said no, something wrong. no, it's not legal. <laughs> they just do it anyway. Yeah, you just got to run it anyway. Run them stuffs. So anyways, kids, welcome to Brandon and Lindsay have a podcast now. It was a little cattywampus in here this morning. Yeah. That's a yeah. word I learned from you. Where did you learn the word cattywampus from? No idea. I can't remember where I heard that from, but I took it and ran with it, and it's mine. Now. And I learned it from you, and yeah. now I say it more than you do. Probably so. Oh, no doubt. So I got snakes from you. My, yeah, you steal all my words, and then I yeah. have to let them go because then you got them. Because, yeah, I make them better. Not that I created the word snakes or anything. Just I used no. to use it as a curse word, like as a euphemism. <laughs> And then Lindsay started doing, I was like, well, I can't. Anyways. I just heard it so much that uh, I adopted it. <laughs> now I stole it. So uh, I want to go ahead and kick it off with a song. Didn't we say Ke- we we're going to record the No. The See, Keelan song. was trying to tell me that we need to, um, we need to record and have the song just to play. But I don't, I don't feel like that's the move. I feel like it needs to come from our souls organically. So, so that we have this conversation every time. Yeah. So, <laughs> hey, listen. Uh-huh. All right. So here's what I think. I'm going to kick it off. We're going to do this one a cappella. All right. How about solo? Yeah. Go, It's the podcast, the Brandon and Lindsay podcast. It's the podcast, and Keelan's on the podcast. We were all late. Nothing's working for the podcast. And this podcast sucks, and so's the song. Hey! That was good. Sorry. We do have the soundboard working, apparently. <laughs> we got crickets. We got fart noises. What do you need? What do you need to hear, fans, friends, viewers? You got a noise you want to hear? Special we got sound. it. You need a money noise? Hit them with the money, Keelan. That's a Mario oh, that money. Was... <laughs> bling, bling. Hit them with that fart noise, Keelan. 
we got fart noises on lock over here. <laughs> Nothing else. <laughs> Brunado said another solo song. Nobody saw that coming. <laughs> uh, put that Jesse, put that Jesse Pichardo up. He said B Mac needs to work on his freestyle game. Yeah, I do. But I'm not gonna. I like doing <laughs> totally, totally uh, random like that. Amit on the Instagram stream said, "You teach well. I'll I watch your post. Nice place for learning." Well, thanks. <laughs> uh, Wallow said, "Chris won't let me play sound effects anymore on our podcast." Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I want to talk a little bit about combat jujitsu this weekend. Are we going to play Guy Dama first? Oh yeah, we need to do that. Let's let's do that. Let's talk about that Guy Dama real quick. So Hit that button, Keelan. Yeah, he's going to play the commercial. All right, guys. So, Gaia Dama is the new premier offering for women's and girls' grappling gear. All Gaia Dama products are thoughtfully engineered from the ground up, exclusively for female grapplers. Are you tired tired of wearing shorts over or under your spats? Are you tired of pulling your pants back up between rounds? Gaia Dama spats include a second layer of sweat-wicking fabric in the saddle for full coverage and protection and feature a secure and comfortable waistband that stays put even during the most intense exchanges competition tested and approved by women in all 50 states and over 10 countries eco-friendly packaging quarterly donations to the ocean cleanup project and exclusive graphics by world famous meerkatsu and another interesting thing that I was looking at today when I was looking at their website is that they offer sizes from extra small to 3X. So she's advertising that, you know, whatever body type you have, she's got spats that'll cover everything. <laughs> so I'm actually wearing my spats today. So I'm, I'm going to go uh, test them out at just regular old working out, Jim. When did, when did people quit wearing shorts? over their tights because back in the day back in the day you just wore them you know like that was the cool thing to do but then it started being kind of funny if you just wore tights and so like i had some like goofy like cartoony girly ones for a while had tiger paws on the butt and i thought that was funny to wear and now it's not funny but now it's just like normal i think i have an answer to that question okay let's hear it i think it's when jeggings became popular because I remember looking at somebody wearing jeggings. I go, I will never wear jeggings. Now, can they you just so real quick weird. tell me what jeggings are? The super tight blue jeans. Like I have now, they're almost like spats, but they're made of denim. Oh, yeah. Okay. So jeggings. That, I think that's... jeggings, when that became like a standard for blue jeans now, because you go anywhere and it's you can't buy just regular blue jeans anymore like we used to wear back in the 90s. But regular, let's be real, though. <laughs> regular blue jeans. Tight. Regular blue jeans kind of suck compared to the stretchy ones. I don't know. I have a pair of blue jeans that are falling apart, but I still like, I don't want to give them up because they're like my go-to. I mean, they're having like holes in the butt now. So I'm going to have to like find some patches or something. They just wear tights. Just wear those guy Dama tights. I know, but they're, and yeah. You know what would be dope? Like if we had a discount code to give to people. We do. What is it? LMAC. L M A C, you get 10% off. Guy Adama. L Mac. Yep. What you looking for, Keelan? 
Nothing. Oh, he's just playing. All right. I'm trying. See, the bad part about the way we got the monitor set up is I'm watching Keelan do all the work in the background, and, and I'm like, ooh, I want to do some of the work. Okay, but you're going to talk about CJJ. Yeah. So I want to talk about CJJ at least a little bit with the three of us and then with the people watching here. Uh, but before I do that, I want to preview a little, a new show that we're going to try out today. So at 1 p.m. Central Time, me, Keelan, Matt Scaff, I got my boy from BJJ World TV is going to be coming in and okay. he's going to be on the thing with us. And Roth Esparza. Now, Roth's not going to be there today, but he's going to be part of like the recurring. He's going to be in the rotation. Okay. And so what we're going to do is we're going to do like an ESPN around the horn. So like up here on your screen, it'll go, we'll be in the four corners. You know what I mean? Uh, like this is hard when you're looking at it backwards to make your right. finger go to the right spot. That's impossible. So you could just go. Well, anyways, down uh, I got so confused right there. I don't even know what to do with my hands. I felt like Ricky Bobby for just a second. Burn candy. <laughs> ching, chong, chong, burn candy. That's one of the funniest things. In <laughs> Is Talladega, all right, real quick. What's the funniest movie of all time? Okay. Uh, probably. You don't, have to, you don't have to be number one. Just give me like. Three that blow you away. Step Brothers Step is Brothers. up there too. I mean, that's it's that the same seems to guys. be her favorite. It's the same guys, but uh, Step Brothers and Talladega are in the running in the you conversation. Think they're neck and neck. They might be tied. Yeah, man, I feel like Anchorman is funnier than both of those. It's in the conversation. Okay, okay, yeah. I can respect that. All right, so funny movies. You can't say one that has Will Ferrell in it now. Mm. Oh, dude, we got two Tommy, Tommy boys Boy. right away in the comments. That's Wallow. Funny. That, yes, Chris Farley. He's Tommy hilarious. Boy is a winner. What about Dumb and Dumber before you had the whole thing memorized? I mean, there's definitely some parts. I don't know that the whole thing is as funny as like Will Ferrell or um, Chris Farley movies. Dude, this... Definitely. When he sells that blind kid of dead bird. That's one of the funniest concepts in the history of cinema. And I got worms. That's what we're going to call <laughs> it. <laughs> the, when he pees on him on the moped, just let it go, man. <laughs> look, look at the butt on that one. <laughs> what about... Let's work out. Kyle Dawson says Ghostbusters. Throw that one up there. That's yeah, the one you don't hear much, movie. but Ghostbusters is really funny. Ghostbusters is actually a really good movie, dude. Yeah, I saw <laughs> something about Rick Moranis the other day and that he had quit his job just so he could be a stay-at-home dad. Rick Moranis? Yeah. Mm -hmm. like but he, he shrunk the, the kids. Well, no, I mean, he, he did he's the last movie. person that should be a stay-at-home dad. I mean, he's going to he shrink them again. Movies, and he was super popular during that time, and then you know, I guess he decided... He had some different priorities. I thought that was kind of cool. Man, if anybody needs to be banned from being a stay-at-home dad, it's the guy who shrunk the kids so many times that he got sequels. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't keep – look, you shrink the kids one time. Honey, I shrunk the kids. Okay, that's a mistake. Okay, have you seen Revenge of the Nerds? Logan Thompson says Revenge of the Nerds. Have you I seen haven't seen that movie? it in a long it's time. Been forever since I've seen that movie. See, Kyle Dawson knows what's going on. He's like He's a Bill Murray man. He yeah. said stripes. If y'all have okay, so stripes is gonna be super unpopular. Like nobody's gonna know that one unless they're old. Let me tell y'all right now, you have got to go watch stripes with Bill Murray if you want to laugh. And 
Another guy that nobody talks about anymore is Chevy Chase. That dude, uh, what's the one I love? So, Fletch. Fletch. Fletch is one of the greatest comedies of all time. Oh, give me the grappler. Uh, oh, that's uh, Josh Gibbs from Adam season Sandler two. Adam Sandler movies, yeah. Adam Sandler movies are funny, but they don't they don't belong up Billy there in Madison, this conversation. That's a, that's a good one. Billy Madison is really good. When it when the clown says, "And got a hemorrhage in my head," like that's that's pretty great. Oh, Sawyer said spies like us. Sawyer, I didn't okay. know that you. I didn't know you Chevy had it like Chase. that, dude. Hey, can we throw Kai Johnson up there real quick? Y'all see how Kai has his name is in. If you're on YouTube, his name is in green. He's got the little symbol by his name. You know what that means, Lindsay? That he's a member of the YouTube channel. So he joined us, and he's like got access to some members only stuff. Like this podcast here that we're doing now is going to go behind the paywall and only people who are members of the YouTube channel will be able to watch it after the fact. So if you don't catch it live, you got to be a member to see it. If you want to hear it though, of course, we want you to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you're at. Somebody popping off with space balls over here. Dennis Williams said space balls. That's a good one. Zoolander. Zoolander's funny. Um, okay. So anyway, <laughs> wait, wait, go back one, go back a little bit. Keep going. Keep going, man. Everybody popping off about the movies. Keep going. There's farther away than that. Oh, there it is. Logan Thompson. Yeah. <laughs> well, it says Tommy want wingies. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy want wingies. I'm a maniac. <laughs> I was trying to talk, so I was trying to make some kind of horrible <laughs> illustration during class the other night. Yeah. And I was I was making a reference to Tommy Boy, and I realized not only was the um the illustration not working, yeah, but no they had no idea about. what I was talking about either. And so I just left. Yeah. <laughs> to pull up Logan's. He says B Max looking like a Latin drug lord with that hat. That's right, Logan. That's exactly right. And that's the that's the intention. I'm trying to make people think that I'm a Latin drug lord. I bought a blue one while I was in Cancun for combat jujitsu, but I think I like this white one. It's just a significantly tackier than the blue one. <laughs> the, the blue one had palm trees on it. <laughs> yeah, but this is white. Who can you can't wear a white hat that says Bahamas on it? Can I guess? Some people can. Yeah. One man oh, can. Little Rascals. Oh, it's been so long since I've seen the Little Rascals. I mean, I remember the kids watching it when they were little. <laughs> no, that's a that's a quote from Tommy Boy. Oh, is it? Yeah. I can't remember. The, remember when he gets caught doing the hanky woku in the room? Yeah. He goes, oh, who's spanky. your favorite little rascal? Is it alfalfa or oh, yeah. spanky? And he's out and he's like, which direction is it to the gym? <laughs> that way oh hold on girl oh if you're on youtube right now you're getting a view that's looking good over there pull up that sleeve oh, see you'll see a little, get a little taste mm-hmm. oh, oh i hurt my wrist <laughs> oh I'm trying to flex all right so i was at combat jujitsu this weekend and oh beetlejuice that's a good one i was at combat jujitsu this weekend in cancun and let me tell you something it was the best combat jujitsu event 
that we've had so far. What do you mean? And I've been to all, I've been to all of them. Like the best how? It was the best tournament. Okay. We had the best single performance. You can make that argument because a lot of people have tapped all four. Okay. But Roberto Jimenez looked like a god. He looked like a god out there. Yes. Um, So it was the best production, I thought. There was no real hiccups on the production. There was only that one camera that looked like security footage, like from the ceiling. Yeah, but it worked right. It just wasn't. It wasn't a great camera. They probably just won't use that view again, right? Um, But everything worked right. There was no real. I didn't hear any audio issues. Like even from like behind the scenes, everything went pretty smooth. We had a little run in with the COVID police, just for a second, but that got handled. (laughs) And um, the best part about it was there were people there, right? We had an audience and we had a lot of, a lot more energy, like not just in the room, but at the venue as a whole. So like normal resort. Yeah. So first of all, if you're not like going to the combat jujitsu events, then you're really messing up. Like you need to take, if you're going on vacation this year and you want to do a jujitsu thing, on vacation combat jujitsu is the best thing that you can do because we're at a resort like it, the same amount that it would cost you to stay at a hampton inn and actually probably less than that probably like 130 dollars a night for like a hampton inn or something like that in la but it's all inclusive too so like that's all your I mean, food dude. is included and like if you choose to drink then all that's included it's, all as yeah. much as you want yeah. All your food. So that's pretty All good your alcohol. For, but that's per person too. So that's true. Um, Lodge. Yeah. You're not splitting the room cost. You're, you're paying per right. person, but it's like $105 is what it ends up working out to or something like that. I could be wrong, but it's not very expensive and you got to get the flight. So if you're talking about just having a vacation and you're going to spend some money anyway, you got to come and hang out with us in Cancun. It's, it's something really, really special, man. Eddie and Victor have put together, in my opinion, the most fun event that you can go to in jiu-jitsu. And then not only, like during the live show, it's fine watching combat jiu-jitsu on TV. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But when you're sitting beside the stage and they're cracking each other in the mouth, yeah, that's fun, dude. And the energy in that room is always always way higher than it is for a regular grappling match always no matter who's on the stage it could be two people you've never heard of and in a lot of cases especially early on with combat jujitsu there was some people you've never heard of and they the energy in the audience is sick so i can't go off on combat jujitsu enough but if you want to hear like actual breakdowns and stuff and what happened here's kind of go back and forth and do some hot takes at 1 p.m central today me, Scaff, Keelan, BJJ World TV. I'm trying to get Chewy in there for this one. We'll see if we can get old Chew Jitsu on the line. He's a hard guy to get a hold of. He's a he's a busy man. He's a YouTube celebrity, you know. <laughs> so anyway, we're gonna break it down in there. We might maybe we pull up old Wallow. We'll bring old Wallow in the mix. Um, pull up that question from Logan Thompson there. Read this off for us, Lindsay. What do you think about the buggy choke? Do you need to be insanely flexible or is it something I could add to my arsenal as a white belt? 
All right, let's discuss. I'll save my opinion for last. Keelan, you're just a lowly purple belt who barely understands the ways of the world. What do you think about the buggy choke? It definitely helps. <clears throat> definitely helps to be flexible. I don't know if you have to have it. Like angling and stuff could help. I think there's a lot of really good fundamental jujitsu that you could focus on other than the buggy choke. But yeah, just a lowly purple belt over here. What do I know? Yeah, and I don't play with it at all. Um, I think there are, there are other things, more fundamental things that you could be working out. Alan has a white belt, but if you want like some kind of flashy trick up your sleeve then you know practice it and you'll be able to catch it every once in a while but i don't think it's i don't know i don't i don't think you should be working on your side control escapes right. rather than a how big a super high percentage for you to be able to spend a whole lot of time on it i think like once you get to a certain level like was it Cade rotolo right who hit it on PJ? i think it was ty right was it ty i can't remember um, once you get to a certain level of knowledge, I think you can install it into your game without so much um, hours and reps. Yeah. Um, but like as a white belt, being able to cinch it in um, with accuracy is going to take you a lot longer. And I think your time could be better spent doing something else. That's just my opinion. So before Rotolo tapped PJ Barch with it in the CJJ finals, what I would have said was, don't waste your time. Okay. Right. But you can't really argue with it when you tap a dude like PJ. So I can't, I can no longer comfortably say, don't waste your time. I think I now I have to say, I don't understand it like I should. Yeah. And because apparently it works. Now, what you said, I think is really valuable. Uh, where you said, there's other stuff you could be working on. And if you're already really good, you can probably add it in pretty quickly. That's probably true. Yeah. But, I'm, man, you would now, think for – Don't you think that people are, like, on the lookout for that kind of thing now, though? Like, I don't know. No, I don't really don't think so. When no. those those kind of flashy subs happen in, in those big tournaments, though, I think, like, the next day people are going, here's how you do the buggy choke. Like, in class, they're going, I'm going to teach that. And I'm, or I'm going to teach the defense and stuff like that. And so now people are like. Yeah, but you're never going to be prepared for something you don't see regularly. Speaking of white belts and buggy chokes, Marcus almost caught me with one the other day. He tried to tap me with one the other Dude, day, Marcus too, and has I had to actually one. defend it. Marcus has he's a really so good long, one. I think that it. And he's super bendy and flexible. Yeah. Like the question was, do you think you have to be insanely flexible? Marcus is insanely flexible. I do think you need to be the other day didn't doing that right. Evan Stapler popped his LCL during PGF. He tried a buggy choke kind of out of nowhere. Like I got to try something and he popped his knee trying to hold on to it. Uh, Pull up this. Oh, no. Oh, no. Plata. (laughs) That's great. So Oh, no. Plata's 12 says it's not a priority, but I would not discredit it. Think about Jeremiah's fly trap back when he was a blue belt. It was honestly seen very similarly. I think it's still seen similar. I still feel the same way about the fly trap, actually. Um, the fly trap, the buggy choke, I would put those into the same category, even though they're they're different techniques. Mm-hmm. Like you have to do different things to make it work. It's pretty much the same thing, which is like, yo, if you can do it, you can, and especially if you get good at it, you can catch some people, right? But 
like Keelan said, like you said, I think that there's some way higher priority stuff in the beginning. So I'm not saying right. don't do it. Obviously it works. Jeremiah is amazing at that fly trap. He's put black belts to sleep in competition. Rotolo, obviously he tapped PJ Barch with it at the highest level of competition. So obviously it works. But if you're a beginner, I'm not telling you don't, don't learn it, don't practice it, don't try to add it. I'm telling you, don't spend more time on that than you would on learning how to recover your guard. Right. Like, I don't think you should rely on that as yeah. your go-to. Uh, Logan said, hit that one, Keelan. He said, I do find myself in bottom side way too often, but I see the value in position over submission, though. Well, listen, man, when you're a white belt, you're going to – that's that's your life right now. You live in bottom side control. If if you're lucky, then you're flat-backed on the bottom of half guard. That's if you're doing well as a white belt. <laughs> You know, like things are going pretty well. This guy's crushing me from the top of half guard, but he's not in side control. Uh, yeah, Ono Plata said, don't give people side control just to go for it. But if you're stuck, it's a decent plan C. There we go. Yeah. I think that's a good way to look at it. If you've yeah, got it in the arsenal, it's dangerous. Like it can be dangerous. So, mm -hmm. and you know, me and him, me and Keelan were both saying, I almost got tapped with it the other day. Yeah. So, yeah, you got to respect it. It's a real move. Is it something you should focus on? I, I don't think so. But, you know, whatevs. Let's talk about that season three right there, Mr. Strong, bro. He says, when is PGF season three? Well, let's talk about it. We're having some qualifiers. Can you pull up pgfhome.com for the folks, Keelan? And let's look at the qualifier dates. Hey, this Ashley Hennessy over here, he's trying to get us. He's like, please add me into the live stream. But I'm not going to do it. Sorry, guys. Can't just throw everybody on the live stream. All right, so season three qualifiers for the PGF. June the 26th, we're going to be in Decatur, Alabama. All right? Uh, that's coming up, man. That's right around the corner. I yeah. think we've got 19 registered for that bracket so far. And then July the 10th. Louisville, Kentucky. So those are the first two that are coming up, and they're within two weeks of each other. Um, if you are a 170-pound grappler, if you're 170 pounds or less – ooh, scroll up. What is, what's going on right there? Why has he got the – scroll down. Oh, we got some kind of boo-boo something going on right there. <laughs> That's not good. What the – holler at Mark. The dates. Yeah, we're good. If you're 170 pounds – I don't care if you're a white belt, blue, purple, brown, black, no belt. You're just a judo guy or you're just, you just do catch wrestling or sambo or nothing at all. You, you do uh Jeet Kune Do. I don't care. Come and enter the qualifier. If you think you got it, come and enter the qualifier. We're not looking for only black belts. We want exciting grapplers. That's the main thing that we're looking for. People who are exciting as grapplers. So come in. We're definitely going to be picking up some purple belts. We're probably going to pick up some blue belts. For sure, there'll be some brown belts. It's not going to be all black belts. I mean, it's not even going to be close to all black belts. So do you have dates for when the season is going to be filmed and then when it's going to be aired? Well, aired. No. 
not real. We wanted to start, we wanted to pop off Jan- January 2022 with season three. But and, yeah, okay. but I don't know because ADCC, the time that we were going to film in November is really close to when ADCC decided to do uh, the trials. But I also don't want to like work around ADCC because it will change the date and then they'll change the date yeah. to wherever. <laughs> Not that they're watching. It's just that's the way it always works. You know, you move around for something else. And so I kind of feel like we should just pick our date and stick to it. But we're going to film almost certainly in November. Would you agree with that, Coach? You got a lot. Yes. You're half the half the team, so. Yes. In a perfect world, we film in November. And the goal is to drop season three starting in January 2022. Hope so. Oh, shoot. We got a super badges over here. Mike Reyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super badges. Oh, you lip synced it. That was good, Lindsay. I, I, uh, Nobody would have known. Can you play that fart noise for Mike Reyes too? Love that fart noise. <laughs> What's wrong with me? Um, Kyle Dawson talk about that buggy choke. He said, as a short, stocky fellow, I tried it once and I just need my opponent in the head. He says dome. That means head for those of you that don't know that. Wait, Kai Johnson? What is this talking about? He said, I just watched this Rocket Factory documentary and turns out it was in Decatur. Never knew. Yeah. So, okay. I so is. I remember Brandon going out to LA. So, you know, I, we know what people think about people from Alabama, you know. <laughs> so I remember Brandon going out to, um, to LA for, I mean, this was probably early in our traveling back and forth, but uh, people will be like, man, why do you live in, De- you know, like Alabama and all this kind of stuff? And, and um, they were talking about like, are people actually as like uneducated as they seem and that's this kind of thing and he is like well you know that we live 40 minutes from the highest concentration of engineers in the country because uh, nasa is right there so <laughs> so yeah it's it's very interesting that uh we get thrown into a pigeonhole but yeah we we have a space and rocket center very close by and people travel from all over the world to come visit this museum. So that's pretty cool. But yeah, there's rocket scientists <laughs> very close by. Isn't that crazy? Wallow says he loves Alabama and yeah, United launch Alliance is here in Decatur. Yep. ULA. That's right. Kai. But I didn't know there was a documentary about it. Uh, Mike Reyes says he only does the badges so you can hear Lindsay say it. <laughs> He just likes to hear her go, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> man, they should have never gave me um, a soundboard. Mm-hmm. Uh, y'all, y'all are in big trouble now. Okay, so I had one other thing that I really wanted to talk about, and I know I can't remember it. I should take CJJ? notes. CJJ? Did you finish talking about Yeah, CJJ? I kind of did what I wanted. I said what I wanted to say about CJJ. I want to save most of that talk for um, – for the one o'clock yeah because okay. i don't want to like exhaust yeah, yeah, myself yeah. with it um wallow says he'd rather live in alabama than la no offense to anyone in la dude of course i tell people all the time i live in alabama on purpose yeah i love alabama it's funny like our daughter is 13 and she's talking about now how she's like when i get 18 i'm moving far away from alabama and 
it's funny that we travel all over the place and choose to live in Alabama. <laughs> so you can't beat the cost of living here. I mean, you can buy a really, really nice home with land for a fraction of the price that you can live anywhere else and have a yard and all kinds of stuff. So it's. And people are cool. Yeah. And dude, there's never been a better time to live in Alabama. Maybe okay. earlier, maybe a couple of months ago was even better. Right. But a lot of the craziness in the world, whether you think it's crazy or not, it's crazy. A lot of the craziness in the world, particularly in the United States, that just doesn't make it out here. Yeah. You know, it's just, there's not enough people. Like everybody knows each other or we know your family mm -hmm. or we know some people who know your family. You just can't. There's connection. Yeah. Yeah. And so a lot of the craziness and the rudeness, like, yo, you were rude to that person. Well, you live in a town with 50,000 people. You're probably going to see that target employee that you just yelled at at the gas station next week. What is it? The guy that you see uh, that works at Moe's. You Great example. <laughs> he must live close by to the gym or something. Actually, I just saw him at the gas station up here. See? At the fuel seat. Fuel There's seat. a dude that works at the Moe's burritos spot. And I see that dude. I, I literally don't know him. The only reason I know him is because I just see him at Moe's. And then I'll see him everywhere I go. If I see him once, I'm going to see him five more times in the next two days. He's everywhere. He's omnipresent, they say. Uh, now, this is weird. I didn't know this. And there's some like backwoods parts of Alabama where they actually worship that guy. Hmm. Yeah, he's, he's omnipresent, omniscient. He's all-knowing. He's not all-powerful, though, because sometimes he'll get your, your order wrong. When have you gotten your order wrong? Listen, I'm just saying words. Don't you trying to call me out in front of everybody. Kai Johnson said, when I've told people over here, he lives in the UK, so Kai says, when I've told people over here I'm going to Alabama, I get the usual brother-sister comment and response and just asking them why. Yeah, <laughs> just them asking why. It's a fair question. The brother sister comments not that fair. I I really feel like the South gets a bad rap. Like, I don't think I know actually know anybody who has married someone in their family. Of course not. But, it doesn't happen. Yeah, but it is kind of it is kind of weird though, like how people from like the West Coast and people from the Northeast and stuff they're all like. um they really push like being tolerant of other cultures and really trying to treat everybody fairly. But the minute you go, the minute you say, Oh, so where are you from? And you go, Oh, I live in Alabama. They can't get a rude thing out of their face fast enough. Like, Oh, you're from Alabama. What'd you marry your sister? Oh, uh, what if I did want to marry my sister? Dude, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? But people are so rude. So, like, I think in a lot of ways, like, Southerners are the most, like, I don't want to say discriminated against, but, like, they're the most, like, stereotyped group that there is. Like, if there's a Southerner, if there's a Southerner on TV, guarantee you know what the role he's playing in the show is. He's the dumb one. He's the idiot. You know? And it makes me feel bad about myself. It doesn't I, make me feel bad. When it makes I go me and do, do commentary for PGF, and then I get comments like I'm country as cornbread. Now that doesn't <laughs> it actually even, doesn't hurt my. I was gonna say that's not even mean, but like, <laughs> uh, 
But I I'll, remember. I'll say I am highly educated. I promise. I may not sound that way, but I do have an education. I remember one time, the first time I went to Rochester, New York, I was hanging out with Chris, and uh, or maybe not even the first time. I was I was in Rochester, New York. I was hanging out with my boy Chris Herzog, one of the greatest martial arts coaches in the world, by the way. If you don't know about Chris Herzog, uh, anyway, and we went to some little restaurant, and um, the waitress was like where are you from? Mm -hmm. And I was like, Alabama. And she just couldn't be rude fast enough. Yeah. She was just like, Oh honey, you barely think I'm like, what are you talking? You're a waitress. You're a waitress. <laughs> and he's been a waiter. So don't like, don't get, a yeah, I waited <laughs> tables to keep the gym open, but let's, so. can we, can we just all agree that you don't have to be a rocket scientist? Like you're from Alabama like a rocket scientist from Alabama in order to be a waiter or a waitress, like settle down, dude, you're working, you're, you're bringing me omelets and I'm giving you $3. You need to calm down with the judgment. Okay. I'm done. I mean, unless somebody else got something to say, let's see what David Gale says. Hey guys, I just started watching your content only this week. Where have you been, David? <laughs> <laughs> Loads to catch up on, but please keep up the good work. All the best from the UK. Well, thanks, David. I appreciate that, man. We uh we work hard, dude. I feel like I really bust my butt, and Keelan does, and and Lindsay. She's pretty much in charge of the gym, and I even have like convinced her to get into some of the media stuff, and she's doing a great, great job. But we're killing it over here. I'm I'm working really hard. We all are. So thank you for taking a second to notice, Ryan Peterson. Let's see what he says. Yeah, that one, the top one. See, uh, he said, we just talked about this the other day, how as soon as someone says, or as soon as someone has a Southern accent, they automatically get stereotyped into being a country bumpkin. Dude, a hundred percent. And if they're British, they're auto automatically some sort of intellectual. Well, I know enough people from the UK that I don't have that. You don't have typical, that same typical reaction. reaction. I know Kai, so I don't <laughs> think he's in. <laughs> I know Rob Rooney, bro. Let's. It's not happening. That's um, funny. You know, most of the terrible accents that are in movies, I saw somebody say, like, okay, pet peeve, terrible Southern accents in movies. Yeah. And it's usually because they don't get a Southerner to play that part. Yeah, because Southerners can't think. Why would you get a Southerner right. to play the role? Yeah. I saw just in a commercial the other day. I think it was on, I can't remember where I saw it, where I was actually watching commercials. But it was like an alpha insurance, which I think is a Southern company, but, um, and they had some guy that was definitely not Southern playing a Southern role. And I was like, come on guys. Uh, on the Instagram, this is the real, the real Dovic says, once I say Philip that I'm Filipino, almost always people follow up question is, do I eat dogs? Yeah, dude. Like people are so rude and it'll, you know what? A southerner won't say that to you. A southerner, yeah, I didn't even, dude. Yeah. I'm saying, I'm just saying, like, if you, if you want to stereotype some people, how about southerners are actually nice people and they don't judge folks. At least to your face. That's right. <laughs> we will say bless your heart. That's. And then we'll be off to say what we need to say. Yeah. But we'll at least let you slide while you're there in the room. I didn't you know, know that was I mean? a thing though. Like, dude. Okay. Let's straight up. If you're hungry and starving. Would you eat a dog? Yes, dude. I would eat a dog before I would pet a dog. 
<laughs> That's probably true. He's Is that bad to say? He's allergic to dogs. I just don't like hanging out with them. I don't get it. Like, I don't really get it either. Listen, man, I'm nothing against dog people. I'm just not a dog person. I had dogs growing up. I know all about having dogs. I just, here's what I know about dogs. All right, people are like, oh, this dog is my best friend. This dog is my baby. Like, listen to me. If my best friend came to my living room and took a crap on the floor, okay. he wouldn't be my best friend. Or put no their nose more. in your crotch. Yeah, dude. If Keelan was hanging out at the house and he just started sniffing my balls, I've got some questions. I don't know if we're going to continue to be best friends. But you just let the dog slide. Dogs are so intelligent. He's crapping in the floor and eating plastic. He yeah. eats plastic every day. He licked his anus and then he's trying to lick you in the mouth. He's not smart. He's a dog. <laughs> so, yeah, would I eat a dog? I would eat a dog with malice in my heart. Oh, you know what? Speaking of eating weird stuff, <laughs> um, I am a super excited about this qualifier in Louisville, Kentucky. Oh, yeah. Because they have the most awesome restaurant. It's called Game, and you can eat super cool stuff. Like, they have kangaroo and buffalo, and what was the other weird stuff? They had some kind of um, wild boar. Uh, but anyway, and you can get, like, it in a sampler platter, and they just put these little meatballs on there. And, oh, I'm so excited. Just, to, like, I'm going just for that restaurant. Dude, that's why, that's one of the reasons I wanted to have the qualifier in, in Louisville, Louisville. Yeah. is the restaurant game in louisville is so good mm. yeah the, um, <laughs> what did you say the other day they have alpaca i don't was know if that's true or not but i think it was alpaca because it wasn't a llama jessica you have to stop and eat there i'm telling you it's so good game Just, g-a-m-e yeah amazing yes for sure Dude, a lot of people had stuff to say about me not liking dogs <laughs> over on Instagram. They're like, nah, dude. They're like, nah, that don't work for me. People get ex people get upset I know about when you don't now like listen, dogs. People don't like you. They're I like, like a good, funny dog video, like on Instagram or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'll even watch. I really like those, uh, like the rescues that they'll they find this dog and he's like skin and bone, and then they re you know rehabilitate him and then he's all these happy dogs. I I love those kind of movies or videos. So, but I just don't want to have one in my house. No, nah, dude, just they don't behave well enough. We had a dog. Yeah, and we were not very good dog owners. I'm not a good we dog owner. That's important train to note. Him correctly and so it's our fault 100 percent. but yeah we we were not willing to put forth the time to you poop outside <laughs> Je jessica said you're good enough, this is funny you're good enough at jujitsu and nice enough that i'll let it slide that you're not a dog person <laughs> well, we're not cat people either no we're no listen hold on let me be real clear i'm not a dog person but dogs are okay right yeah i hate cats Okay. I hate cats. If you bring a cat in here right now, I'm going to kick it. <laughs> He's not going to kick it. I'm going to kick it hard. I'm going to kick it hard. I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to paralyze it with the kick. I'm going to kick it in the spine. See, Wallow, I know he posts um, like lost pets for the Humane Society that's local to him. And, and I'll look at those and they're just so, they're so cute, but I don't want you in my house. <laughs> <laughs> See, Wallow, Wallow loves his dogs. People that love dogs. And people that don't love dogs, this is a, this is a, mm -hmm. oh, 
They don't do this. They don't go together, do they? Oh, and okay. So Brandon's sister just bought a Great Dane, and it's still a puppy. This, I mean, puppy. He's enormous already, but he is the most well-behaved dog I've ever met. He's again, he's enormous, but he's so well-behaved, and they they train him really well. And he'll just he's chill. Uh, I mean, I enjoy him being around because he's not crazy. But not don't don't come in my house. This is at Brandon's mom's house. Pull up uh pull up Walla's comment right here. <laughs> he said, But dogs love you unconditionally. No human loves you unconditionally. There's always a condition. Hey man, you come hit that dog in the back with a baseball bat Brandon. twice a day and see if he still loves you. <sighs> is that is That's it bad to terrible. talk about abusing dogs? Yes. I we don't abuse dogs, to, dude. <laughs> Everybody calm down. <laughs> I'm just making <laughs> jokes. He's trying to get people fired up. He would not do that to a dog, guys. I would too. I'm I'm gonna do it when we get out as soon as we get out of here. That's what I'm doing instead of having lunch. I'm gonna go find some dogs to hurt. Okay. People are gonna be so mad at me. <laughs> yeah. Uh Kyle Johnson said, which breed is your favorite to eat? <laughs> All right, look, guys, it's just it's just jokes about the dogs. Settle down. Yeah. Uh, look what Logan Thompson said. He said, come kick my cat. She's a butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica Rye, right here. Here we go. She said, I love all animals. I would pet an alligator if I thought it wouldn't bite my arm off. I'm way more likely to hang out with an alligator than a dog. Yeah. If I had an alligator, though, Keelan would try to fight it all the time. I don't know about all the time, but at least once for sure. Dude, look how look how many people jumped off the stream when I started talking about how much I don't like dogs. It was up to like, it was way more. I remember one time <laughs> we were doing a thing for charity. What was the name of that? Anyway, it didn't matter. But it was like uh, each month we would give to a different charity. One month it was like feed the children. So like for each like on Facebook somebody got like a bag of rice or something yeah. i can't remember and then we did one month was like the humane society and we give to animals and like more people did it for the humane society than they did it for the feed the children one <laughs> it was very interesting to see um yeah not just more but dramatically more like mm -hmm. there was starving children there was kids with no shoes was one of them. Like literally one of them was if you check in at the gym, a child gets a meal today. Yeah. And people did that. But another one was if you check in at the gym, what, what was, was it? It's just like we give a dollar to, to the, the humane, humane society. society. It's not even yeah. like a real charity. Well, it wasn't like it, an action wasn't happening. Yeah. Like it wasn't I mean. like a dog gets a meal or a dog gets adopted. It was just like you give money to the Humane Society to use however they wanted to. And, uh, and there was literally 3x the number of people did the yeah did the dog stuff yeah. and they did the babies stuff. So there's another reason that it's weird that dog people are weird. They like dogs more than babies. <laughs> And that seems strange to me. I like babies. I like human babies a lot. Human babies are beautiful. I never want to fight a human baby, but sometimes I want to fight a dog when it you when it you dookies don't ever on my fight stuff. Fight a dog baby though. There's a... No, that's not true. That dog baby poots in your floor. 
<laughs> drops a little dooski in the middle of the floor on a rug. Come on, dude. I'm trying to fight that puppy right away. Yeah, this is a good point, Zach. Zach Alonzi says, you can't dogfight a dog, but you can with a gator. That's true. Wait, it's you can weird. fight gators? What? What else are you going to do with a gator? You can eat a gator or fight a gator. Those are That's the end. Or you can get killed. That's the other choice. Sonny Crockett had a pet out. Who's Sonny Crockett? Crockett? I don't know who that is. Maybe that's somebody from my old show. It feels like it's somebody from a TV show. So we were show. looking up um, statistics on like alligator death. Oh, it was Don Johnson oh. on Miami Vice. That's right. I totally forgot that. So, okay. Sonny Crockett was the character. Gotcha. Freeze all. He was in the ocean with his suit on. Well, yeah, he was. Look at that phone. Look at this picture right here. Oh, yeah. Zoom in on that bad boy right I there. remember when I was in high school, a friend of mine had a bag phone. Do you guys remember bag phone? A bag phone. So it was like that. It was the biggest, like, handheld phone ever, but it, it came in a, like, you almost had to wear it like a side satchel. It was just enormous. It was probably like a lunchbox. Yeah, it was, it was like the. All right, guys. That's the end. I don't know that Brandon can speak anymore without getting. I think I just got canceled. See y'all. Uh, well, maybe I'll never see you again. Um,